Sabbath greetings to everyone. Today we bless the Lord for his grace and mercy, his laws and testimonies, which is the real truth about Jesus Christ and the everlasting gospel. My testimony today is about there is a famine of truth in this world. And it is writ in Amos 8, 11, and 12, Behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor thirst for water, but of hearing the word of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. In that day the fair virgins will faint for thirst. Now we know the fair virgins are the children of God who are without a teacher of truth, without teachers of righteousness, shepherds with the light of the gospel of salvation. Now before Jerusalem fell in 70 AD, it was the center of truth, where the hearing of the word of God could be found. And it was unto Israel was given the covenants to preach and to teach the laws of God. Christ said, salvation is of the Jew. And it is written in Romans 3, 1 and 2, this is the advantage of the Jew. To them was given the oracles of God, which are his verbal and written word. They are the Israelites to whom pertain the doctrine, the glory, the two covenants, the giving of the law, and the service of God, and the promises, whose are the fathers, and of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is over all. God bless forever. Amen. And this is their inheritance from God. But because of their sin and wickedness and by some gloating about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ by saying, let his blood be upon our heads and upon our children, Jerusalem failed. Even in those days, the leadership set up by Christ was martyred by the Roman government and pseudo-Jews. All these atrocities occurred after the apostles had completed the second half of the Bible, being guided by the Holy Spirit. Then the rest of the children of God, who was faithful, was then taken from their land and scattered throughout the world. And they were taken away from Jerusalem into slavery. Their identity was lost, fulfilling the scripture in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Now this is the specific condition of the curse, and it is written in Isaiah 3, 1 to 5, Behold, the Lord of hosts take away from Jerusalem and from Judah the stay and the staff, the whole stay of bread and the whole stay of water, the mighty men and the men of war, the judge and the prophet, the prudent, the ancient counselors and eloquent orators. God also took away beauty and glory from the women. 
of Israel. They were the daughters of Zion for their haughtiness and uplifted pride in sin. He gave them baldness of hair, a miscarriage wound, and discovered their secret parts with illnesses. You can find information on this in Isaiah 3, 16 to 26. All this is interpreting how the removal of the leadership and the organization and the help from the, from the nation of Israel, how it occurred. It removed a divine government of God, a government that protected them from their enemies and war. It removed strong men and women, honorable counselors, eloquent speakers, skilled builders of cities, and many other things. Ancient Jerusalem was the capital city of the land of Israel and the world and the main place of worship in the city of David called Zion. Now when Jerusalem fell, the leadership appointed by God was taken away by persecution and death. In process of time, wicked men dressed in sheep clothing invaded the churches established by the apostles. They brought forth heathen practices into the church with an alternative doctrine to deceive the people with idolatry for the sake of money and power. They are Satan's ministers of light, using Christ's name in vain for deception, whom God issued forth a warning against them. They are the traditional pseudo-Christians who teach against the commandments of God and the testimonies of Jesus Christ, especially that fourth commandment, to keep the seventh-day Sabbath holy. They are the powerful Gentile rulers who change times and laws of God. And it is written in Isaiah 4.1, about seven women shall take hold of one man, saying, we will eat our own bread, that's their own doctrine, and wear our own apparel, their own form of righteousness. Only let us be called by thy name to take away our reproach of heathenism. The seven women are, are referenced to all these different traditional religious organizations who call themselves Christians using the name of Christ. They branch off the Catholic Church. This is the universal religion, who all set themselves up as the authority of the Christian religious system. These seven religious groups acknowledge the Catholic Church as the mother church. They have developed their own doctrine. They made many revisions in the Bible and set up their own guidelines of worship and righteousness. They have all united themselves together in a creed called the Westminster's Confession of 1646. They continue to reaffirm themselves, for themselves centuries later in their doctrine and philosophy with a second creed called the Confession of 1967. And that's for this present time. What they have done with with those two documents and creed is to reestablish themselves as the authority of Christianity 
which Christ warned against in Matthew 24, 45, 10, and 23. Those documents invalidates the Ten Commandments, especially the Seventh-day Sabbath. They have set up laws in their documents which give them power, the right to change and revise the Bible according to modern-day standards and times to appease the people. But what did Christ say? He said, not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father. And many of them is going to come and say, Lord, have we not done this in your name, prophesied in your name? And the Lord is going to say, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. So now in conclusion, it was the Holy Spirit who gave holy men of Israel to write and teach the word of God and the law. The Holy Ghost is not with pseudo-Christians or their churches or their organizations because this wickedness abounds with global influence and acceptance. That is why there is a famine of hearing the word of God which continue all the way until our time beginning with the fall of Jerusalem in 70 AD. Though the truth have been bared for centuries, the word of God cannot perish because it is written, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass. All people will be judged by the laws of God and his word. And this judgment is upon all who turn back from God and those that have not sought the Lord, nor inquired of him. And this goes all the way back from the beginning until the end of the world. Amen.